Hello and welcome to the Smells Like Infinite Sadness podcast. I'm your host, Michael Taylor. For those of you who don't know, I run the website, SmellsLikeInfiniteSadness.com. It's a blog covering the best alternative rock from the 80s and 90s up to present day. I'm a proud middle-aged Gen Xer who is still obsessed with the music of his youth and loves to talk about it. And today I'll be speaking to Emily Cavanaugh. Cavanaugh is a vocalist from the LA electronic duo Nightclub, which is a very unique mix of industrial, dark wave, and pop music. Nightclub recently released their sophomore effort entitled Scary World, and they're getting ready to start a new fall tour of the Perfect Circle, starting next week. So in this week's episode, I got to chat with Emily about her thoughts about the new album, her expectations for the upcoming tour, and more plans for 2018 and beyond. So sit back and enjoy. All right, well... I guess I'll go ahead and get started. Uh, first question I had was, I know, I know you're going to open up for a Perfect Circle, which is a pretty big, uh, that's a pretty great uh, bill with you and Tricky and Perfect yeah. Circle. So yeah. did the band approach you for that or did you, how did, how did that come about? Um, so their management got in touch with us uh, back in May um, because they had a band drop off for a few dates and uh, they wanted to know if we could fill in and, and do, you know, do the shows. So we were like, yeah, of course. Um, so we did two shows with them back in May. Um, I think it was like, oh God, Minneapolis, I think was one of them or, or uh, God, I, I, I think I'm butchering the cities right now, but Omaha and uh, I think somewhere near Minneapolis. And so we did these two days with them and they, they were great. And it was right before we went on the combi Christ tour in May and, uh, like, it was literally, like, a few days before we started the other tour, so it was kind of a scramble. And we found out that we were getting these two shows of APC, like, the week before they happened. <laughs> so we were, asked, we were asked, like, a week before, and we were, like, oh, you know, we, and we were finishing a video at the time. We were, like, preparing to go on this other tour. And so we were, like, well, we got to do it. I mean, of course, we're not going to say no. And they were, like, these two arena shows, and we're, like, well, we've never done an arena show so of course you know of course we got to do it and we love apc and um so and they you know we went over really well you know better better than we thought and uh so when they needed an opener for the fall tour they asked us and uh and then we start yeah next next saturday that's gonna be awesome i think it's a really a, a good choice because you, they've kind of gotten into more of electronic vein in the new albums i think it'll be a good pairing especially with you and, yeah. Tri- and tricky as well so that's a really that's a great yeah. triple bill yeah, I think it'll be an interesting lineup. I think it's it's maybe a little different than what they've done in the past for opening bands. Um, and I think it's cool that they're di- you know diversifying a little bit. I, I think I, I think Tricky's opened up for Tool in the past too. So. Yeah, yeah, he he did. Uh-huh. And I remember I went to go see yeah. him, and I got stuck in traffic, and I missed him. So <laughs> so, so maybe. Oh no. Yeah, so maybe this time it'll 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 all work out. So no, I think it's it's a right. Re- great triple bill. So I guess, what are your expectations yeah. for that? What are you most excited about that? And, and uh, I mean, have you really kind of planned ahead as far as what you're planning as far as a set list and, and how you're going to, yeah. Know? Oh God. I mean, we're just, I mean, we look at these arena shows, like, you know, we're playing a hundred person club. Like we, we just, we go out there and perform the same way. Like I think for so long we've been performing, you know, like we're performing in an arena, but just in a small stage. So, um, I think, I think we've kind of trained ourselves, you know, for this kind of tour. Um, you know, like when we perform, we're only two people, but we kind of take over the entire stage and kind of play more like a rock band almost, as opposed to just a two person electronic band. Uh You know, we like to, we like to have a lot of energy and, and, 
you know, I think it translates well to an arena, I hope. So, you know, it's really no difference in, in terms of how we're actually play, but, you know, set list, I think it's, you know, probably like a 20 to 25 minute set. Um, so we're still, you know, the majority of the set is probably going to be from our new record, Scary World, and uh, maybe a couple older ones too. But um, so, yeah, so we're still planning the set. We're going to rehearse a little bit um, before we leave next week. And, uh, you know, we're just hoping to reach as many new people as possible. I mean, it's kind of a new audience for us. You know, for the most part, we play with a lot of um, a lot of more underground kind of goth industrial bands. Uh-huh. So I think this is, this is our first kind of real foray into a more kind of mainstream audience, which we're really excited about. Well, I, I really like the new album a lot. I've been listening to quite a bit in preparation for the interview. Oh, and, thank you. And I, what I like about it is you've got this these mix of these kind of industrial elements, but also these kind of pop undertones. And it's a real nice marriage, yeah. I think, of melody and, and that kind of dissonance. But, you know, it's songs like Blood on Your Blade and, and Candy uh, Code is Suicide. Mm-hmm. So how do you mm-hmm. how do you feel this, this this differs from your previous album Requiem for a Romance? Did you have a certain creative process this time around, or how did the how did the album come about when you were in the in the creative stages? You know, I, I think I think when we first started writing this record, we really wanted to make it about something lyrically, um, and we really pushed ourselves harder lyrically on this record. You know, in Requiem on Requiem, it was a personal record. You know, like Dear Enemy was like a really personal song for us. And that one kind of connected more with people, I think, because it was so it was about something really real. (laughs) So, you know, it was about something that happened to us and we were really emotional when we were writing it. And we kind of wanted to take that into the new record and, and just, you know, really focus on making each song about something lyrically that was really personal to us and really real. So. You know, I think sonically it's pretty similar to Requiem, but lyrically, I think we went in a new direction with it, um, which I, you know, I'm really happy about and I'm proud of because every song really is about about something in our lives, and it's about mental illness, it's about you know anxiety, depression, um, L.A., <laughs> you know, living in L.A. and and how harsh the city can be, and you know how scary it is politically right now and um hence the title scary world um so you know i I would say that that's that was the biggest leap on this new record was was our our lyrical content and the theme of the record yeah and that's you know i was kind of going that's where i was headed when you mentioned the kind of the state of the world right now it is you know i think this is a very timely album because it is i mean i mean you know life is always stressful we go these periods where there's political hub evil but this seems like you know the past in recent years it's been i think the worst it's ever been for anybody who's you know uh you know of a certain age it's just been very very stressful and i think it's it's you kind of hit a, yeah. a hit a nerve in in that regard so i think that's that's uh that's a really cool yeah. aspect of, of the album you, you were there Thank any you. were there any current events in particular that that inspired anything or was it you just kind of stuck it more personal and didn't want to telegraph too much information to the and leave it kind of mysterious in the in the uh eyes of the listener or exactly we kind of we when we write we kind of like to keep it you know obviously it's very personal but we kind of like to keep it vague so it's up to the it's up to the listener to kind of relate it to their own lives and you know um i think it's more powerful that way because you know they can listen to a song and interpret the lyrics as they 
you know, see fit and, you know, it can affect them in different ways and everyone's different. Um, so yeah, I, I say we, you know, we, we kind of shied away from anything super specific, but you know, I would say the record is definitely, it's weird. It's, it's about, we wanted to make it about the scary world really inside of us and outside of us, however you want to interpret that, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, I, I guess that, I guess that answers it. But what I like about it too is that even though it is you know dealing with stuff like that, you've got songs like you know survive and and therapy, which I mean uh-huh. I I think it's not I wouldn't call it a, a defeatist album. I think you've kind of got more. It's almost like a light at the end of the tunnel kind of a thing. Am I right on that aspect? It's kind of was this was a therapeutic process for y'all when you wrote this album? In addition to yes, for sure, yeah, and um, you know we kind of I wouldn't say it's a concept album, but it's kind of a concept record where it kind of just, it's, it's almost like the voyage of, of, you know, it starts out like you're talking to someone who's young and maybe coming up and, and, you know, like just beware of these things in the world. And, and this is what happens to you in life. And, you know, <laughs> through anxiety, depression, uh, people wronging you and, you know, and at the end it's like, you know, in, in a song like survive, it's like, you know, you really, you can be down and you could be fucked up and whatever, but it really, you just have to survive it. You have to get through it. And so, you know, I, th- I think it's, I think it has an optimism at the end. I, I, I like to think that, you know, it's a little optimistic. Um, even though a lot of the album is kind of pessimistic and, and <laughs> kind of sad. And, but, you know, it's like all this shit happens to you and, you know, you, you just have to get through it. You just have to survive. And, you know, I, yeah. I'd say that's, you know, maybe we were telling ourselves that, <laughs> you know, like, and survive, survive was actually written in like, we had the instrumental for a while, but lyrically, and it was mixed and, and recorded in less than 24 hours. Oh, wow. Cause we were trying to finish, we were trying to finish the record and, and we kind of had a deadline. So we wanted to get it done before the combi craze tour. So we were getting it done and, um, yeah, the lyrics were written. I recorded it that night and Mark mixed it all night. Um, so yeah, less than 24 hours for that song, which is pretty crazy. Well, Stressful. But in, yeah. a, but in a good way, I guess, kind of getting your focusing on everything. Yeah, and- it, just, it, just, it just forced us to be like, all right, this is it. This is the song. You know, we, we, have, we have no more time to spend on it. This is it. And I think it turned out pretty good. I hope. Oh, I think so. I think it's great. And I, and I Thank was, you. and I was gonna, also going to add. Did you find this time around? I mean, I know this this is your second album. So, did you feel more confident in your vocals in this album? Did you explore anything different as far as your vocal approach, or, or? No, I mean, I think I'm just, I'm, I think I'm just naturally getting more confident as I go. You know, we did a, we did, um, we started this in like 2012, and we did three EPs, uh, kind of just early EPs when we were first starting out. And I really had no confidence in myself at all. Like, I thought I just sucked. I was like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I've never been in a band. Like, we originally started this band, like, to maybe try to write songs for other people and sell songs to other people. And I had no intentions of ever being a singer, ever. Like, I just had zero confidence in myself. Didn't really know what I was doing in life. And I was just like, you know, who am I? And so, like, in the early recordings, I really, I can, I can listen now and be like, yeah, I just, I, I was not 
I was not confident singing these words and saying these things. And I, I could just hear it in my voice. I just wasn't there yet as a performer. Mm-hmm. And, and Requiem, I think, was a step up from that. But I really think that I'm, 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 I developed into who I am, like, through making this record. Um, like, I, I could definitely hear more of a confidence in how I deliver lines and how I deliver lyrics and, and words and, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm getting better as we go on. I would say I'm getting stronger. I'm getting more like, okay, like I'm, I'm a singer now. Like I can, you know, and, and we try to write songs more that kind of push me like almost more of like an, like I have like an R&Bness to my voice, which we've been exploring a little bit more in these past couple records. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of just varying the way we're writing top line a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. And I, I really like the Candy Coated Suicide video as well. I thought it was really kind of fun, oh, thank uh, you. nice and twisted kind of visuals t- to that. And I know that that Mark uh, Brooks, uh, the mm-hmm. he, he does. I can see does he come up with the concepts by himself, or do you collaborate as far as you need uh, do a video, or how how did how does that conceptual process come? Mark up? does Mark does literally everything for all of the videos. He comes up with the concepts. He storyboard. He so he works in animation. So he directed a show called Metalocalypse, like uh-huh. when that was on. Um, so he is just a really talented director. Um, and you know, he, he works in animation. Um, that's like his job. And so he comes up with the concepts, he storyboards everything. So he, he comes up with all the shots even before we shoot it. Um, then he takes the camera, he shoots the videos. He like sets up the green screen. If we use a green screen, he, he literally, he built the set for the oh, wow. video. He hired the, Craigslist bunny actors that we had like he literally does everything and he edits them so he's just a super talented guy (laughs) um yeah he's way more way more talented than me in every in every aspect of making these videos but um he so he really is yeah the guy for this and uh I'm thankful I'm in a band with him well, I was wondering too, since he has a background, you know, in visuals, you know, TV and film. Yeah, I think that that your sound too, in a way, has some kind of cinematic overtones. Do you ever talk in terms of like, uh, I don't know, inspired by film or TV when you write music at all, or is that ever kind of factor into everything? Mm-hmm. I would say more for just like the look of the videos. We're inspired by films and and you know, TV and other videos. And, but, but in terms of like writing music, it, it all just comes from a personal place and, you know, just our, our, you know, the shit that happens in our lives, you know, not really inspired by film and TV and making the music, but the videos for sure are definitely inspired by like, you know, and, and we always have like an inspiration video that we use. Like I think for our first video, it was a song love struck. It was like our first single that came out in like 2012 we used um, the Danzig Mother video as like an inspiration, like oh, nice. black and white, kind of like kind of like harsh like shadows and contrast, and but you know it never it never really looks like the original video that we're modeling it off of. Um, but you know we just we just like to have kind of an inspiration going into it, into making the videos. Perfect. Yeah, I can I can I have to go back and check out that video now so I can see the the parallels because <laughs> I, I'm. I'm, it I'm like it but but it was inspired by it i'm a i'm a big dancing fan un- unapologetically so i have to go check yeah. that out <laughs> i got yeah, to mark works with uh glenn um on the danzig legacy video that like came out like a few years ago oh really yeah 
That's awesome. Yeah. So we've I've met Glenn a few times. He came to one of our shows one time. I was very excited about it. Yeah, it's funny because um, he has such a reputation. Yeah. But I, I actually talked to him on the phone. He was actually laughing when I interviewed him. So I was like, "Dancing laughs. This is great." I was like, "I got him on a good night." So I was. No, he's like he's like a super he's like a super funny nice dude. I just think he gets like bad rap sometimes. I do too. Maybe he, you know, maybe he takes himself a little seriously sometimes. But but he, I mean, in in the public. But when you know him, he's like he's very like jovial and and cool and nice dude. Absolutely. Well. Yeah. So I guess my next question is once this tour winds down, uh, what do you all have planned next? Do you have anything else in mind as far as more tours this year once this wraps up or any more uh, videos? Or um, we, We're definitely going to make more videos because literally whenever we go on tour, like we, we went on some European tour um, with Combi Christ back, in, back this summer. Um, and everyone who came to the shows, like in Poland, Hungary, you know, Austria, like they all find out about us through YouTube. Like, literally everyone was like, saw your videos on YouTube, came to the show, wanted to see you guys. So we're like, shit, I guess YouTube is, like, kind of our main, you know, hub. So we want to make as many videos as possible because I think that's that's what's getting our band out there internationally, um, which is really cool. So we're definitely going to make more videos. We want to do a spring tour. We're not sure... We're not sure yet how that's going to go down. We eventually maybe want to do like some headlining shows. So maybe like kind of like a mini headlining tour at some point, hopefully this spring or summer. Um, and uh, yeah, just keep, and we're probably going to start writing again. We're t- we, we, you know, after we finish a record, we like to take like a few months to just not do anything, just not do shit, just to not burn ourselves out. But Probably in 2019, we're going to start writing again and hopefully have another record out by like 2020 or whatever. So, um, but definitely, you know, definitely the goal is to make more videos and tour more uh, next year. So you're talking about how YouTube is one of your big ways of marketing yourself. I mean, I know the music industry is so much, so different now than it used to be. And I I know that, you know, you weren't Mm -hmm. necessarily in in a band back in that era, but how how much how much work do you, do you all spend as far as like getting the word out trying to get the you know the viral video trying how much of that of a hustle is that for for, for y'all just making the music you have to really market yourself you know in this day and age you can't really rely on a record label to do that for you anymore I know well, we're not even signed to a label so we do everything ourselves um I mean it's it's a it's a fucking lot of work I mean you know these videos take us a lot of time you know mark dresses himself out making them like it's like you know they're they're not easy and we want to you know every time we make a video like like how is this video going to be different than the other 12 we've made or whatever it's like how how are we going to keep pushing it you know in a new direction what is this what is this concept going to be what is it going to look like like just to keep it interesting because the last thing i want is like you know we have 20 videos and they all look the same and they all you know what i mean so it's like you want to keep you know, want to keep it interesting. Um, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy for an independent band, but, <laughs> but, um, but, uh, you know, I think it's more rewarding in the long run. It's like, we own all of our own stuff and, and, you know, we're getting on tours and we're, you know, we're just, yeah, owning our shit and, and, and we put things out when we want to put them out. We don't have to rely on anyone else. And there's no other voice in this band. It's just me and Mark. And so, you know, I'm sure being on a label has its 
benefits for sure. But, um, you know, in terms of like, you have a bunch, you have a team helping you, you have, you know, you're getting on Spotify playlists or whatever, but, you know, I think, you know, I think it's, it's definitely rewarding in its own way to just be a DIY band right now. And it's just, you know, it's, it's better if you're a DIY, it's like, you can just, you know, make a record and just put it up yourself. You don't have to rely on anyone thinking it's good enough or whatever, putting it out for you. Like, like I want to put it out on this date. So you go ahead and put it out on that date, you know, like there's no one else controlling you or taking your money or, um, or anything like that. Or taking your money. Exactly. Exactly. Or like, uh, like I, you know, I don't like this record. I'm going to, I'm going to shelve it or go back and do some rewrites or work with this other producer. You know, it's like, we just do everything ourselves. It's just the two of us the whole way. Um, so I don't know. It has its pros and cons for sure, but you know, we're making it work. You're hoping for a perfect circle. I'd say you're making it work pretty well. So I think it's a pretty, <laughs> it's a, it's a pretty good milestone right there for to kind of show yeah. you. Yeah. We're, we're, we're doing okay. Yeah. We're doing all right. Well, I think that covers all my questions. Is there anything else you wanted to add as far as telling the fans anything else to look out for? I know you mentioned that the you know some spring tours and yeah. all that, but anything else you wanted to mention or No, I mean just, you know, our new record's called Scary World and and it's online everywhere and uh come see us on tour with a perfect circle. It'll be crazy because we're going to be on these arena stages and I'm probably going to be nervous as shit before we play, but I get, I get very bad anxiety before shows, yeah. but, um, <laughs> like I'm the worst. I, I feel like I'm going to throw up every, before every show. Yeah. It's one of those things that um, I, I think once you get out there and kind of hear the crowd, you, I think it, it moves past pretty quick though. Right. Once you kind of get that initial. Oh yeah. Like, like the, mo- like the moment I step out and like, I'm completely fine, but literally like I'm in a fucking ball before we go on. <laughs> like, I'm so scared. I feel, I, I think everyone's going to hate me. I'm just like, I'm so nervous. Um, and so like these shows are like, you know, before when we, when we, you know, did the APC shows back in May, like I just remember like we were at the airport and we were flying to uh, the first city and I was just like, I couldn't eat. I was just like, I, I felt like I was going to die. And then like we get there, it's like this giant arena and our dressing room is like a men's like basketball locker room. There's like 20 <laughs> showers in it. I'm just like, wow, this is crazy. And it just, of course, made me even more nervous. But, you know, I got out there and we did it and it was great. And um, yeah. It's it's worth it. <laughs> you have to power through that shit. It's worth it. Well, I can't wait to see, to see, see you guys next week. I mean, I guess the week after next. So I'll, uh-huh. I'm, I, I'm excited. To, to oh, yeah, the awesome show, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to checking that out. Have you have you, have you been have you been to that venue? Is it cool? I have been to that venue. It's interesting because it it's it was it's also a racetrack. It's it's where they used to do Formula One. Whoa! So they spent all this money really? doing Formula One, then they quit doing Formula One, so they had to find something else to do with the venue. So now it's become a big concert venue. But yeah, I've seen Deftones there, and I've seen Depeche Mode there. So it, it's it's uh. yeah. So it, it's a it's a nice. They fit a lot of people in there. It's got a good viewpoint and everything, and the stage is nice. So I think it's a I think it's a good, especially for for bigger bands. You know, it's 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 uh, I think a good venue for yeah. Perfect Circle for sure. So I think that's awesome. Oh, I can't we can't wait. I'm so excited. Great, but thanks so much for talking to me today. I appreciate okay, awesome. it. And I'll thank, see- thank you, Michael. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I look forward to seeing you guys in Austin. Yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you have a great day. Thank you so much. You too. Bye, dude. Bye. Okay, bye.
A big thanks to Emily for taking the time out to chat today. It's a pleasure getting to chat with her. Uh, you can buy the band's new album, Scary World, via the group's uh, Bandcamp page at nightclubband.com. You can buy Perfect Circle tickets with Nightclub Opening if you visit uh, perfectcircle.com-home-tour-dates. And we're going to close out today's show with a track off the band's new album. It is Candy Coated Suicide. So we're going to close out with that. Check it out. I think you'll dig it. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.